Welcome to Modern Bitches Podcast, two babes talking lifestyle, relationships, parenting, and everything in between. Get ready for a wild ride, bitches. Welcome back to Modern Bitches Co- Podcast. <laughs> okay, I almost said Kanye because I was thinking about Kanye. Oh, I thought you were going to say dot com. No, not this time. I was going to, I was literally thinking Kanye so hard. So this episode, we're going to jump in and Illy's going to be just as passionate as I was about Denise Richards last week. Um, but this week, it's about Kanye. Not surprising. No, he's a fucking disaster. Oh my gosh. Here comes the judgment. It's not judgment. It's a fact. Go ahead. He's literally... Okay, so I'm not ashamed of this. Not ashamed whatsoever. I followed him on Instagram. (laughs) Because he's posting all kinds of crazy shit. He is taking screenshots of text messages that he's sending to Kim and that he's getting from her. And it's honestly the train wreck that I hope never ends. Because I am just did so you entertained. See, did you see that he said that, you know, he's learning as he goes? Oh, my God. And that he is a person as well. And that he apo- – I don't think he actually apologized, but he said that – You believe that? I do believe you that. You think that he's learned? No, I, he didn't say he learned. He's learning as he goes. Oh, well, he needs to learn how to take his meds honestly i'm not editing this i know don't don't he needs help i feel like where are your friends no that's 100 percent. that love you that's 100 why are you running rampant yep you know like i feel like he's only hurting his relationship with kim and what it could be because they're parents they're co-parents co-parenting yeah and he's only hurting his children I think the main, you like literally hammer nail, like where are the people that love him? And I feel like the reason why he was so, you know, I don't want to say under control, but so tame was that she was his rock and that she did keep him under control and like calm. But I think even that started to unravel in like the last few years. I mean, in, in relationships, like I feel like things that worked at the beginning tend to not work near the end. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly it. Like, he has no one. And you can tell he has no one. I mean, homegirl, Julia Fox. Julia Fox. Oh, God. Which, you know, I, like, teeter-totter on liking her or not. It's not that I couldn't, like, not like her, but just, like, interested and not interested, I guess. I think I'm the same. I think she got what she wanted out of this. Yes. I don't think she was in it for love or. No. Well, they already broke up. Yeah. Oh, Duh. Like, yeah. no one was surprised about that one, right? Yeah. But, oh, look. I'm on his Instagram right now. He deleted all of the posts that he wrote. Thank God I'm psychotic. And I took screenshots of all of the things he I posted. This, I already saw this meme that said, thank God Kanye talked to his a therapist today. I know. He must have. He must have woke up and decided to take his vitamins at the very least. This is true. He... There was one that Kim texted to him and she said, you are creating a dangerous and scary environment and someone will hurt Pete and this will be all your fault. She got the receipts, people. Yeah, like, but those are things that he's posting and then she said something else. Um, Basically, I don't know where it is and I can't really scroll through my phone looking for it, but basically, like, calling him out for posting all their private conversations. Like, why... 
why do that? Like, what's the point? And then he said something about him being her biggest fan. And why wouldn't he post it when he's so excited to talk to her? Yeah, Gemini's. But I don't even feel like it's <laughs> like, about... Underline Gemini's. I don't think it's about him loving her. I think about it's about him losing control over someone that he had so much control over. He That's literally true. changed everything, like who her persona well i i don't know if i can get on board with like kanye creating kim because at the end of the day she is a libra and she's also a business she sure woman. is she's also a businesswoman and like she's obviously she already had the she's foundations. created yeah. she was like this will work in my benefit mm-hmm. this will work in our benefit because they did become that power couple yeah. in their circle you know and it kind of turned into everyone laughing at Kim to people actually seeing that she was making the correct business moves. She was making, she was changing her image and she was evolving Mm -hmm. and he was a part of that, but definitely Kanye did not create Kim. But I also think we talked about this last episode where we talked about how in a relationship you can at times grow apart Mm -hmm. and sometimes your partner isn't going to grow with you. And that's fine if you go your separate ways. And I think that she's evolved a lot, especially mm-hmm. since having kids. You know, she's yeah, become, you know, and people forget. Yes. Like she's become she's now a mother. Like it's complete her life is completely different. And she has businesses that she runs. She has like this empire that she's created with her family. Mm-hmm. And she's not the same person. Like she's been focusing on, you know, reform for like the jail system and just mm-hmm. other things that have so much more meaning mm-hmm. and more depth to it. And he's just so the same person, is what it seems like. I don't know no, him. I feel like I he's don't an, know. I him. feel like he. They know exactly what you said. They grew apart, and he, his interest, their interests were aligning, meeting her like the reform system and everything. Like their interests were aligning. Like they were both being, you know, getting into politics and whatnot. Yeah, but, but I feel like he had a whole like. I don't know how to explain it. Like. He is pretty much changing from the inside out. She's put her, she's become a, what's that saying when you become something to be reckoned with? A force to be reckoned uh with? Like she's like carving out her path. Mm -hmm. And I think he's kind of given up on celebrity. He's just kind of trying to just be just figure it out. He's mm-hmm. just literally figuring it out. And he's just figuring it out in front of everybody. Oh, God. You know, it's kind of a change of scene for him, a change of who he is, trying to figure himself out. And unfortunately, it's in front of everybody. Like, you know, you can't hate on somebody going through some shit. And then it's like Amanda Bynes. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. She's a, we have to have like, she's another thing. I love but don't Amanda you remember Bynes. when he freaking went on his campaign for president first of all that's a fucking joke fucking joke we have different opinions <laughs> you think he's an actual candidate for no, presidency? no 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 totally not no but i and I then he talked like... about his the abortion that she almost had but you have to agree with me on that i feel like it was exactly what's going on right now i feel like he exactly what happened then is what's happening now he was spiraling and dealing with shit like right now he's dealing with the fact that his wife is pretty much moving on she's gone she's left she him moved on a long time ago but they might even live men in the same catch house. on later god you guys are so stupid you know men catch on later and at that moment he's dealing with 
having different views, changing who he thought he was in his career, pretty much. And it's happened in front of everybody. And then just now you have to remember a marriage is ending. He's actually seeing his relationship fall apart and the woman that he's had children with end up in a whole new relationship pretty much in front of him and his friends know it everyone's laughing at him about it he's he's literally the joke so you don't think he's a narcissist and i think i think he realized he was a joke and he's trying to take control of that and that's what he was trying to do with what's her name julia fox julia fox Fox. she's not that relevant we can't remember her name it's i don't want to i don't want to like and that's not to her, no. That's more to her. Like, the craziness that's involved around her. I mean, know? we were talking about the birthday. Supposedly, oh my god, the birthday party. Supposedly, <gasps> that was the last time they were seen together. The was her birthday, birthday party. party that was like in in a garage somewhere. In a garage, it looked like a high school party. It literally looked like a high school party, and like the Safeway cake. <laughs> And then people t- singing the lyrics about Pete Davidson at, oh, right before she blows out the candle. Like, how disrespectful can you be? It's just a shit show. He's just messy. He's messy. But the people around him are messy. He wasn't even singing the lyrics. Everyone else but around him. But I think him, because he surrounds, he surrounds himself with people who are going to say yes to him. I don't even think they're, he is having, I think they're literally letting him have a fit and doing whatever they want because they're in his presence and they can get what they want because they're with Kanye. Well, I think he's a narcissist for sure. I think he, can I just read you the definition? I keep hitting the couch. Sorry. Narcissistic personality disorder. I googled it. Okay. So don't come for me. This is what Google says. A disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self-importance. Narcissistic personality disorder is found more commonly in men, okay? The cause is unknown, fine, but likely involves a combination of genetic environmental factors. I think he's in a business that creates that, like, overinflated sense of self because, obviously, the spotlight's on you. I think that he has a known bipolar disorder, so I I don't think that's very controlled. He's probably in a crazy manic phase. Well, yeah, totally. Like I said, his his marriage is gone done his only sense of his only sense of like security is his family and that's kind of what kept him together and now they're gonna have to figure out who has the kids when and which obviously he's not gonna be able to see them unsupervised at Mm -hmm. this moment because he's having an episode and it's for everyone to see and he has too many outlets like he has access to too many things for it to be on a grander level. Like someone who a normal person who's having a manic episode can't go to the Super Bowl for everyone to fucking watch. Like can't. Why was he wearing that mask? Their Twitter isn't being censored, like being watched nonstop. You know, that's, that's all done in private or it's not necessarily private. Not on such a large scale. On a large scale. Like people go through shit like this all the time. And no one's aware of it because they're nobodies. But he's just being that crazy ex-husband. Yeah. He's being a normal person. But it's on a grand normal. Well, not normal. I shouldn't I say don't normal. think it's normal to, to be in a relationship, even if it was just a fling. She's clearly moving on. And he is just like that annoying little kid in Jeez. middle school <laughs> who is like poking and poking yeah. and poking at someone who's in high school and clearly out of their league. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. I feel this like is, he's just this so is a immature. Libra 
um taking a libra side yeah that's what this is the scales are balanced the scales that are trying they're to just, be balanced he's just so how do you feel about her dating pete do you feel um, like I that's thought it was real a joke i thought it was fake at first i was like no way but i think this is what i think i think she was in a very controlled relationship that's what i think i don't think it started that way but i think he did a really good job of kind of guiding her into this new lifestyle, dare I say? I don't know. And then he slowly took control of her life in a lot of ways. Like, did you, you didn't listen to the Julia Fox interview that she did on the Call Me Daddy podcast? Yeah, Call Her Dad. Mm-hmm. Um, where she was saying, what did she say? Like, everything that she was saying that he was doing for her, I'm like, he's just grooming you. It, it sounds like he's grooming you. Because she was saying that he said to her, he surprised her with like a whole new wardrobe and all this stuff. And she said that he said to her that she could be allegedly, it came out of her mouth. You can look it up, but fine, allegedly, that she could not be seen with him unless she was dressed the way he wanted her to be dressed. You know, Michael, okay, hold on. Two points. One, with the whole him controlling their relationship, I feel like. I don't really feel like it's con- it was controlling him, him controlling Kim. I feel like it was Kim constantly having to manage him. Like, I feel like it's, you know, when you're in a relationship with someone and you feel like anything you say is going to upset them. So you're constantly managing their feelings, mm-hmm. managing what you do around them. Like, you feel like you have to manage the relationship. So it's kind of a form of control, I mm-hmm. guess. But... It's more exhausting, I think. Yeah, because that's than not being a in a controlling relationship. relationship. It's like you get more exhausted by having to manage yourself, manage them, manage the people around them, and then it's like, fuck, I just want to have fun. Like, yeah, and I don't want to. And I think exactly that's why her relationship with, with Pete, Pete, with Pete, <laughs> with Pete. <laughs> it might be a pit for her right? in the end, but I think like, yeah, it's fun. It's refreshing. He's younger. He's a comedian. Like he's. And she doesn't have to manage him no. because he makes an ass of himself and he doesn't care. He's a comedian. And she, she probably do doesn't have any, like, she's like, I'm not going to marry this guy. Like, you know, yeah. she's probably not thinking ahead like that. Where before, I mean, when I used to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like, and she used to say things like, oh, like, I thought I'd be married by the time I was 30. And, like, you know, women tend yeah. to do that to themselves where they really put timelines on their life mm-hmm. for big events. And she already had the marriages a few she already has her kids she already has her career so it's like now it's just time for her to find her happiness yep you know and obviously marriage didn't provide that for her and i don't and i i say this to people who are like eager to get married like i have girlfriends that i've talked to about this i'm like dude marriage is not gonna solve all of your problems Mm. You know, like it really, really, I got married because I needed health insurance and I knew eventually Mike and I were going to get married anyway. And it was kind of like a spur of the moment thing. I don't recommend it, but I'm just saying like, that was my reality. It wasn't romantic. It wasn't, you know, like I went to the, we went to the courthouse and like signed the papers, but the love was there and the commitment was there and we don't regret it. But I'm just saying, I think like people really romanticize marriage and it's not, your relationship is not, as good as your relationship is as boyfriend and girlfriend is as good as 
it's basically like as good as your relationship's gonna get is mar- in marriage. It's not gonna magically, magically fix become, anything. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that your relationship doesn't have the potential to grow and evolve because it should. And I feel like our relationship has, but I just mean like don't romanticize yes. it. Don't be delusional about it. Like exactly. If you're looking to take that next step in your relationship to fill a void in your relationship it's not going to it's just gonna make that hole bigger and deeper yeah pretty much and we're gonna be right back so sit tight Welcome back. So we're going to dive into Salt Lake City Housewives. I was like so far behind. I literally watched from episode 12 to episode 20 and like a day and a half. And it was a lot. It was almost too much. I know. It was I almost know. too much. I told you they were the craziest ones. Oh my God. You didn't believe me. I didn't. I really didn't. Like, so I have beef. Because I have beef with the fact that they gave, um, what's her name, the middle, the middle, you know, when they do like housewives and then they all line up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, who's in why, the middle? Is it Jen? Can I not? No. It's, so there's Jen Shaw, Heather. Heather. Oh my God. So why not? they gave Heather the middle position uh-huh. after last season when. I, like, did not like her last season. Like, I did not care for her. You know why I think they gave her the middle? Because she was so much drama last season? No, I think they gave her the middle because... Well, maybe, yeah, she was kind of a lot of drama. But I think they gave her the middle because she has the... The, like... I don't know, because I guess because it's in Utah. So I just thought because her family lineage is super royalty, like, there. No, they gave her the middle because she's, like... Fuck being a Mormon. I'm gonna be a hoe. She's like, the shit that she was oh, saying yeah. was so crazy. And then she's like, oh my God, Rihanna wrote me on, like, remember the reunion? Oh, yeah. She's like, oh my God, she wrote me on Instagram. And I'm like, I she's don't know why. She's such a teenager. It's not even that. She's just like a freaking fame. Like, well, I just feel like she reminds me of one of those kids, like, because she's been living in this religion for so long and in her marriage and it's very, very structured and there's so many rules. But I think now that she's out of it, she's just going like trying too hard because I feel like she's she was trying too hard. I feel like she teamed like toned it down a little this season. Well, she can't get anything in this season. There's so much shit going on that it's like she can't even. She does try though. Like yeah, and every episode she's trying to get buck wild, but then it's like there's too much going on. I like her. I can't stand her. I like her. Cannot stand her. The way she came for Lisa last she season. She seems very new. T- but okay, maybe I didn't like her last season because last season I felt like she was trying too hard. But this this season I liked her because she seems very neutral. Yeah, that's true. So that's I and I feel like you need that because everyone else is just too much. And there's I'm confused on how everyone feels. Like every episode they feel differently about one another, dude. And no, I'm just you know, like, what? You know, it was making me laugh. Because I feel like she never makes her point. She's always going around in circles. And I'm just always like, what? Whitney. Whitney is so, I'm, I, I don't even know. I'm like, I was watching the <laughs> I don't last even know. I'm so overwhelmed watching all of them. When they're in, um, where were they? 
not Vale. They were in their next disaster vacation. Where like the husbands got them that trip for Mother's Day. I'd be pissed, first of all. Do not stick me in a house on Mother's Day with these fucking crazy bitches. Like, get me a spa day. And like all of you all the husbands can hang out like outside of this. Like, why do we have to get along for you guys to hang out? Yeah. You know, like don't force that upon me. But like that trip. From the second Jen was in, like attacking Lisa in the bus or the whatever they were in, how did you feel about? How do you feel about Jen Shaw? Okay, I literally missed that. Oh, so I I saw the um pre in previous episodes part because I guess I fell asleep when that was going on. How because um, I literally screaming. tried to watch them all <laughs> in one day, and it was just kind of repetitive, like. I can understand when you watch them mm-hmm. like week by week. It's the same drama over. It's and like over. not so repetitive when it's week by week, but right after one after oh, it another, is very repetitive. it's yeah. so. Because I saw like five episodes in a row today. Yeah, it was intense, right? Mm-hmm. So Jen Shaw, um, with her fraud case going on, and Illy has all the info on all the drama. She's guilty, allegedly. Allegedly, she's guilty. Um, I don't understand. I just don't understand <laughs> why she's in trouble. No, I just don't understand how like all of that came about. Like, how could you do that in your husband? I don't that. Okay. Their relationship really confuses me. This is why I feel like you just never know what's going on behind closed doors. Never yeah. judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Every and you can never trust anybody. No. And no. every relationship functions differently, you know, like, and we all make our own relationships work. But how the fuck did you not know your wife was running a full telemarketing scheme and reaping the benefits of that financially right under your nose when you know how much you make a year? But I feel like a lot of her stuff might be, like, fake. I feel like he didn't think that because a lot of her designers fake. You think so? I think, I mean... I mean, he obviously knows how much this shit but costs. But she spent like $80,000 on a freaking birthday party she threw for someone else, which really kind of wasn't for someone else, for Meredith mm-hmm. in the first season, but really was like all about her anyway. Well, she was probably telling him like, we're getting paid from this show or they're going to help me pay for it. Yeah, she was you telling know? everyone, don't tell Sharif. Like, obviously, she's like hides things like financial she's probably been hiding financial things from him for a long time and i was wondering and this is like probably more of like um more benefit of the doubt side of it but or not even that just humanizing her is that a word i don't know Um, it's now a word the pressures of taking care of her family i know obviously she wants to take care of and tongan families are huge Mm -hmm. And obviously, that's something that she she wants to do is take care of others. Oh my God! As I'm saying that, I'm thinking about the fact that she went into Meredith's Meredith's store and someone who works for her <gasps> stole, stole a bag. bag. Oh my God! That that whole scene, that whole scene. You know, Meredith is really coming with it this season, and I appreciate it. And I completely agree with her when she said that all that stuff was going on with her son and Jen Shaw. And I totally think Jen um, overstepped, 
overstepped with her son and like bullied him like i completely can see that catty shit happening yeah and then when it comes to your kids or even your family unforgivable Unforgivable. you won't fucking forget that shit ever Mm -mm. and i can totally see why she's like don't invite me if you're gonna invite her to places and yet people keep inviting her and i understand why she feels so like strongly about it and like they jumped Mm -hmm. on mary for some stuff that was none of their business it's none of your business what stuff with mary like they were angry with mary about like are you running a cult? Do they think that you're God? Blah, blah, blah. And I like, think I'm actually surprised that wasn't the storyline. I think we're all just shocked that wasn't like a major storyline. I know. Because it just has major, sto- like main storyline written all over it. I think that's the only reason they cast her for this show because she's fucking annoying. Yeah. She's just odd. She's okay, she's but you could odd. be odd like Phoebe from Friends. Phoebe's odd. But I loved her. That's She's true. one of my favorite characters. She was the funniest. She had a lot of personality. Um, and Mary's odd but rude. Rude. And she gives off this very kind of like godlike persona where she – I think she really does think that like she's next of kin to God. Like the way – did you see – you didn't see the last episode mm-hmm. where Jen Shaw went to her church? Yeah. And they're like crying. And she's on preaching. Her. But did you hear what that little what they're like saying to her? They're talking to her like they're worshiping her. Yeah. Like they're it's a lot just, of this. I don't know if it's for TV. I don't know. You know, girl. like because I feel like Andy and the Bravo fam are real good at setting stuff up. And sometimes I feel like it's I don't know. I don't not actually not sometimes lately. Yeah. In the more recent seasons, I feel like it's a lot more um, set up. So you don't buy it. I, I, but then again, I think. I don't think it's that set up. There's been so much legal drama. But then I think, do these women really, like, allow themselves to be set up this badly? Like, I don't think. If we were talking about Denise, and Denise is even saying, like, this is a different beast. Like, they really come for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not like anything else. My you're girl ever Denise do. came out and had okay, you. Poor Denise. I gave her a rough go. I'll give our ragamuffin another chance. Yep, we figured out what it was. It was ragamuffin. I just don't think she's meant for a reality TV. No, she's. Too I don't think down she should be on there. Yeah, she too is down to earth, and she's not. She's not willing to, to play, play dirty. You know what I mean? I feel like it's all a game. You got to mm-hmm. get your hands a little dirty. You got to, you know. I don't think I could be on reality TV. Yeah, watching Salt Lake literally made me feel like I could never do this. No. No, this is the worst. If Jen Shaw came at me the way she came at Lisa, I'd be like, what the fuck is happening right now? No, I'm I'm getting too – it's too violent for me. I would get too violent. I wouldn't be able to handle it. And if you don't fucking take one step back right the second, I'm going to gouge your eyes out. Mm Mm-mm. It's too much energy, man. It's way too much energy. Oh, and Lisa saying all that on her hot mic in the bathroom <gasps> about Meredith. What did she say? She and I was, like, I was literally like, the tea is hot. The tea is hot. That was the best. I think that is like my highlight of the season. Oh, that fucking whore. She's like, yeah, saying, I'm not sleeping Meredith. with other people. Mm-hmm. Cheating on my husband. Wait, but oh, did you hear we, what I own what my Mary house? Said? What? Under her breath when she's like looking out the window. Yeah. And she said about Heather, she looks like she's inbred. inbred. <gasps> How was that not like a meme? I um, but that's what I mean. That she's just a mean. 
person. Yeah. And I think that's why the girls are saying, like, why is Meredith friends with her? Why? How do they have this relationship? Yeah, what Mer- dirt do they have on one another? Yes, because Meredith calls everyone else out for being unkind. But I think it's because she has she has resentment that they're all accepting Jen. And she's like, fuck you guys. You didn't want to throw Jen out when she did that to my son and to my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be on Mary's side. Which I would be offended too. If I had a 10-year friendship with someone and they were still. Yeah, no, it's not okay. But I also, I have this thing where I hate when people tell me who I can and can't be friends with. But that's not really telling you. That's this person showed their colors to you. But this, this person treated my son and my family yeah. poorly. Mm-hmm. And they showed you their true They'd colors. they dead to me. Like, that's not me telling you you shouldn't be friends with them. That's just girl code. Like, yeah. That's like 10 years, bro. And uh-huh. then, you know. No, I can't do that. I was talking to my best friend the other day. Um, shout out to Kenzie. But I Soto. What's up, girl? But I we were joking because when we used to work together um, and we used to cocktail together, there was like a girl that worked with us and she didn't like her for whatever reason. I don't remember. And I remember someone asked me, like, oh, why don't you like her? I'm like, because Kenzie doesn't like her. Mm-hmm. That to me. I don't need any other reason. Nothing. Nothing. No. Oh, you don't even know. I've that's it I and i was over this. <laughs> kind of mean to that girl which you know i'm sorry but, in but. retrospect don't you feel bad like i had a friend that we were really close and we had an incident with a family member of mine and i just like well i didn't really like the way she went about the situation to be honest with you but it wasn't enough for me not to be friends with her but because my family member was like i'm done like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be i was like well girl you got thrown off the island <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Family <laughs> over everything. Sorry. I know. But then in retrospect, as I got older, I was really young. I was like, man, that was really fucked up. Like, I we had a really good friendship. And I literally just threw it to the curb for my family who's like, you know. Like Kylie and Jordan? Oh, yes. Yes. You know what? Exactly Damn. like that situation. Exactly like that situation. I actually kind of felt bad for Jordan after. No, I didn't. You know why? Maybe because she was young and he's older. Yeah, and he's clearly done this. He's a serial but you, cheater. But you knew he was. But you but knew. But she's young and impressionable. But you knew. She's but young you knew. and impressionable. You went through Chloe having the baby. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, they're still coming back from that. Like I'm. So, you saw my child. But even if, even if Kylie like would have forgiven her, and even if Chloe forgave her, whatever. There's. You can't show up at a family barbecue anymore. You can't. You're getting done. That relationship's done. You got to move on. It's over. Just kidding. You made a mistake. I think everyone's allowed mistakes. We all have those days where there's poor judgment. She's probably drinking. She's probably in an atmosphere. There ain't no other man at that place to pour drink we make out with. Like, I just cannot. I cannot. I I know. Sorry about it. And and no one's not blaming Chloe. I can't even talk about Tristan. Like, no one's not blaming Chloe here. We're 100% blaming Chloe well, because as well. She keeps choosing Take the responsibility same over and for over. your actions. But as a friend of the family, to do that, no. No, ma'am. Off the island. Thrown, I've thrown a lot of friends off the island, okay? And I will not be looking back. There, That one I did feel bad about, not going to lie. And, like, but you know what? I did try to talk to her later in years. Like, why? Literally, like. 
because she had a child. I think she got engaged. Like, we just grew up. Yeah. And I'm talking to, like, we, I think I was, like, 16. No, I wasn't that young. I can't even play like I was that young. I don't just, remember. Just say you were that young. And I think I was, like, 17, 18. Okay, 16 to 17. Whatever. Not hey, I grew a lot between that year. <laughs> that 16 to 17 was gross. Okay, oh but anyway, it, it was literally, like, probably four years ago. And um, she was at my job, and I tried to talk to her, and she just acted like such a bitch. And I was just like, oh. I think, actually, that's, like, multiple times that that happened. And I was just like, okay. Because she's still friends with one of my good friends. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, you want to act that way, you can act that way. Do you still talk to people that you, like, knew when you were younger, like, in high school? Oh, yeah, high school friends. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. I do. I don't. I do. Not like, we're not like close, close, mm-hmm. but yeah, totally. I wish I was still closer friends with some of them. Like, I totally, like, I told you today about my high school best friend. Like, her and I are still friends, but she has children now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know why we're not closer. Just I life. have kids. You hang out with me. Just life. Just life happened. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't really, I don't know. I don't know. No, I have a lot of friends that have kids now and we're friends, but I just, as you grow, you know, mm-hmm. when she had her children, I was still wild and like. Oh, you were still living that living life. life. Yeah. Now. I know. I get kind of envious life. of people who are still friends with their, that have like a good core friends, a core group of friends. Group of friends, yeah. My sister-in-law, actually both of them, um, especially my, um, my husband's older sister, she, Like her, they're like the Spice Girls. That's what I think of when I see them all together because they are so cute. Like there's, I don't know, there's maybe four or five of them and they like get together once a year. They like reunite for big events, like big life events. And I think that's so nice, you know, because they have all those years of friendship. That is sweet. And they can like pick up right where they left off. I think that's so nice. I don't have that. I don't really care, but... I don't know. I think you said you're envious. <laughs> I, think, I, think I know. Did some, you see my eye sadness there? <laughs> it's okay. I'll see you, you ten years from now. We'll be here tenure. ten years yeah, from now. My eye was switching. We'll mark it. Talking. We'll mark it down today. Ten years from February fifteenth. Can we set an alarm? We're gonna talk about this moment. Oh and we made it there. We make our own Spice Girl group. There we go. Spice. Yeah, girl. Totally. You know, it's crazy because, like, we we haven't been able to, like, explore that part of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't had the girls' night mm-hmm. and all of that because, you know, life. And, um, and because we're attached to two. Two Divos. best friends who are too close to best friends. Like, our partners are best friends. <laughs> like, in the most annoying like, way possible. In the closest way possible. So it kind of becomes about their friendship when we're all together, you know? Yeah. So we're going to ditch them soon. Yeah. And we got to do it. We got to do it for the content. Mm-hmm. You know, everything right now on this train is for the content. Yeah. I'm on a strict regimen. We are on the train to sponsorships because I, um, that's just my goal. No, I think that's a great goal. You know, that's you go, my girl. Goal. We're gonna monetize this freaking podcast. Jordan is my boss. Yes, I am a manager. I do manage this. I actually should have been like a um, 
content creator manager. I think I should have gotten that. I think you're like a golden coin. I feel like you could do anything. Except do the content creating myself. <laughs> Except be in front of the camera. I literally oh, I cannot I do can't, that. I can't do that. You're going to have to. <laughs> what? You're going to do it for the both of us. We'll talk about this later. Anyway, anyway just slip that in real quick. Surprise. This is the news to me. Surprise. You are it. But yeah, anyway, so um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Jen. So Jen and Meredith. Yeah, I think Meredith is just on a war path right now. She's like, I really don't care what Mary did because all I know is she's not Jen. And it's her only friend. She's pissed off at Lisa. She clearly doesn't like Heather and friggin'. She has nothing in common with them. Whitney Whitney drives me nuts. Oh, girl, I was literally laughing at her today because I'm like, because she's like running around to everybody, to everybody saying nonsense. I'm like, girl, you don't even know what you're saying. Right and she's now. just shit. She's not even like on. I don't know if she does it on purpose, being like a shitster, but like she is definitely an instigator. I don't know if she's just. I have no. What do you think of um and her brand? Oh, that yeah. brand party with her brand nowhere what in sight is up with that. I could have managed that for her. <laughs> Whitney hit me up. Oh, Let's no. get this brand in check. Who's the last one? Oh, Jen Nguyen. She's, well, she got fired, so she's not going back. But I really three. liked her. I did like her, too, because I felt like she really held her own. Yeah, I liked um, her because I felt like she was interesting. She had things to say. She had an opinion. She wasn't overbearing. But her she, husband wants a sister wife. Hus- I could have honestly done without her husband. Like, I could have – a lot of – you know, I feel like the housewife thing, we're bringing the husbands in too much. You think so? I feel like as the seasons go on, we can have the token husbands, like Mauricio from Beverly Hills. love him. Never not show Mauricio. And Harry Hamlin? Harry Hamlin can pop in sometimes. You know? Um, But, like, we don't need all the husbands to be a part of it. No, yeah. Like, I didn't need to watch them golfing. Girl, when Mary said – and you don't have a husband, I know what you're, Heather. Oh, oh, and then she said, well, you married your granddaddy? I was like, dude. But, I, these girls, shots fired so fast. <laughs> God, you like, guys are going So low. fast. It like goes straight to the throat so quick that I can't keep up. I was just like, you know, I've had the episodes Blood on. everywhere. Episodes were on. I was kind of like, you know, going in and out of the episode. It's too much drama. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, hell, how did we get here? How did we get here? Literally, I almost choked on my cookie. How did we get there? I was there? eating a cookie and drinking soda water. And I was, like, getting real cozy on the couch. And I almost choked on my cookie when she said that. I'm like, what? I just, the comeback was so fast that I had to give Heather some props for that. But then I'm like, are we still talking about this? I thought we already went but through I mean, that. But I her relationship, thing. that is weird. But that's still her husband. Like, I would still be, like... You're attacking my relationship. Like, that's still my husband. No matter what happens, she's been with him for, like, what, 22 years? Mm-hmm. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Fact checker? No, oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, been, it's, been, it's, like, 22. Their son is, like, 18. Yeah, it's, like, his face, her, side note, her son's face when that little girl was, like, crying to Mary at the end of that last episode, saying she'll never leave her, sobbing. Her son's face is literally should be a meme. He just looked like he was on the verge of laughter. All right, we're going like, to make it. Like, how the hell are these people crying over my mom right now? 
now. I'm going to add that to my list of things. We're going to add, we're going to make that a meme. But like literally that's still her husband. She still has lived a life with him. And if you make jokes like that, no matter how their relationship started or whatever it is, like I'm going to come for you. It's still my husband, bitch. Yeah. Sorry about it. I don't know. She didn't really come for her, though. She didn't. And because I was surprised. I wasn't. What did but you I say like, after that? But I feel like she's... Because I feel like Mary will go for somebody. I think Mary talks she's just a big tired game, of it. Too. But I think she's just... She... Well, she did come for her under her breath when she said she oh, looked yeah. inbred. Oh. But that's why I hate that. Oh, that was fucked up. That was so fucked up. I was like, dude, that episode was full of... Little shots like, fired under, everywhere. Oh, just little jabs, but like little stingers, you know? Yeah, it was intense. Did you watch Miami? You know, we're gonna take a second, we're gonna come back and talk about <laughs> Miami. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay. We talked about so much already, but we're going to dive into two other shows that are driving me freaking crazy. But first up, Miami. Just a quick bit. Yeah, just really quick. Um, Adriana's psycho. Adriana's crazy, and she needs to go to Sephora and get color matched immediately because her foundation is driving me nuts. Who is her makeup artist? I Fire them. Herself. Fire them. There's Fire no yourself. way someone is doing her makeup for her. This is what I mean. Going back to Denise, oh my like gosh. play. The but part Denise for me. never. Just play ha- the part but for me. here's the difference. Adriana is trying to play the part. I know that's so sad and it's so. She's trying. True. She's yeah. trying too much. She Talk needs- about girls who go like do the most for the show. Like her attacking Larsa about like, and talking about Kanye. Circle back, Kanye. I know Kanye. But back keep coming up. Her talking about Kanye's penis in yeah. front of L- Larsa and I love when Larsa was like I don't think you're telling the truth like she's straight upset out oh, yeah. telling the truth and I'm like good for you and I think she made a good point like why would I want you to talk why would I want to hear you talk about you allegedly seeing someone that I know whose kids play with my kids penis and she's like well he's a public figure she's like but not to me yeah she's like you I fan. know them like, like okay fan Fan behavior. Yeah. So, you know, I get I give that round to, to Larsa. Yeah, I give it to Larsa too. Um I I like I tried to like Larsa. And I did like her in that moment because it made sense. And Adriana like was psycho. So anyway, we're gonna dive into Miami next week, but that's our little tidbit for that. But have you guys been watching what the what's the Playboy one? Oh shoot. I forgot what it's actually called, but it's on A and E. A and E. I'll look it up. You can start talking okay. about it. It's on A&E. It um, plays on Mondays. And it's all about the Playboy Mansion. It's from people who actually were, one, Hef's girlfriends, people who worked at the mansion, people who worked at the bunny oh. clubs. What's it called? Secrets of Playboy. Secrets of Playboy on mm-hmm. A&E on Monday nights. Um, so this is like real people who have experienced these things with the company Playboy, with Hugh Hefner himself, and like it all says that it's alleged because you know obviously he was never charged with anything. 
But from someone who grew up, like I loved the girl, the show, the girls next door on who E. Who didn't? We all loved, loved that, that show. show. I still love Holly. I watch her on TikTok all the time. I loved Bridget. She's Sh- so cute. You would love Bridget. She just was so bubbly and cute. I was just like, why is Bridget here? Because Bridget, she's just there for the ride. No, but that's what I mean. I'm like, Bridget, you're too nice. Like, why are you in this world? I know. I'm like, I would be Bridget. I don't want to be Holly. She's too much responsibility. Man, Holly. And then Kendra, she's too much into sports. I don't know anything about sports. And then Bridget, I'm like, that's my girl. Well, I, I'll go to the Hello Kitty store with you. It'll yeah, and Bridget even said, like, I would. my goal was not to be a main girlfriend. Like, and that was the only reason that her and Holly got along. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I have a hard for time Holly. with Holly. Not a hard time. I guess I can see how her story is complicated. Because I think maybe initially she wanted to live that life and she didn't have feelings for Huff. But then when she started to spend more time with him, she grew to have feelings, but then she was kind of like stuck in this relationship that was very obviously open. Well, I mean, with all the women that he was with, they were all young and they were all literally the girl next door. Mm-hmm. They all started out as not and same with her and Sandra, which was his girlfriend from the mid 70s oh, yeah. to early 80s. Her same and Holly story. were both virgins when they got with you, Hefner. That's crazy. So I, I think Holly said that she wasn't very experienced. I don't know if she was a virgin per se, but damn near. And then Sandra literally was, and her first experience was with Hugh when she was 19. Can you imagine? Like they all, and he was 50. So imagine that age gap from 19 to 50. Then Holly grew up in Alaska in like a small mm-hmm. little, town. Yeah, little town. And then she comes mm-hmm. to Los Angeles. And, you know, just like how she felt exactly how I felt watching Girls Next Door. Like, oh, my God, this looks so fun. They all get along, blah, blah, blah. And she yeah. wanted to have that experience of having like a sorority. And I think she saw it more as a gateway. She saw it more as an as a kind of a stepping stone to doing other things because she saw how other people like Pamela Anderson and like Jenny McCarthy Mm -hmm. and other people who had done Playboy, how that served them in a positive way and were like stepping stones in their career. I don't think she ever thought that she would end up as a main girlfriend and being stuck in the home with him and like being pretty much locked inside the Playboy mansion. And I was glad that she talked about, like, people often ask, like, why didn't you just leave? She was like, I I felt like I couldn't because I didn't – I now was living with the stigma of being a girlfriend. Like, I didn't – And she was so young. And like, she didn't have money. These girls are groomed. Mm-hmm, totally. They're groomed. The whole situation is all grooming. Like, who was the younger girl who grew up in the mansion with her dad? Who and her dad, oh my was God. Was close friends with okay. you. And she wrote the book, um, The Playground or something like that. Growing up in the playground. Yeah. We'd have to, I'll Google it. Google it. I'm a fact checker over here. Yep. But, okay, so her story is, is her father was Hugh Hefner's personal doctor and also close friend. So this man separated from his wife and decided to take his daughter from her mother and have her grow up grow up in the playboy mansion that's wild that alone done sickening here it is playground a childhood lost inside the playboy mansion by jennifer saginar okay and jennifer's in the show as well 
literally my issue is with Hugh Hefner, but my issue is with her father. Oh yeah. What a her protector creep. The whole situation, like I, definitely like this if you watch the show, it's sickening. It will literally trigger be, warning. Yeah, for sure. trigger warning a hundred percent. Like it is going your stomach's just gonna turn the whole time. But with Jennifer and her story of her growing up there since she was 15. 15 or 14? Six. Six? She was six. Like her, I'll read you just like the little snippet to her book. She just says, um, you are six years old. Every day after school, your father takes you to a sprawling castle filled with exotic animals, bowls of candy, and half-naked women catering to your every need. You have your own room. You have new friends. You have an Uncle Hep who's always there for you. Okay, so it started to turn when she turned 14, 15. Mm -hmm. So 15 is when she started dating mm -hmm. one of the girlfriends. Yeah. Okay, and imagine you're growing up in a, literally what she says, a castle. Like you're growing up in a mansion with all of these naive women as well. These mm -hmm. are all young women, young, impressionable women being turned out by all these old ass men and you're growing up seeing that and of course and you can't leave the mansion you really don't have a life outside of that like she really didn't have a life outside of the mansion and that's all she knows that's all she knows so of course you're going to be confused about your sexuality you're going to be confused about everything and it just turns so dark and so disturbing literally the whole show is just disturbing and i can't believe annie is like you know a great channel don't get me wrong but it does not give this the light that it, I feel like it needs. Well, I think because in order to really talk about everything, it should have been like on HBO or something. I feel like it needed to be on a channel that is going to give it like the credibility that it mm -hmm. needs. Because A&E is all like serial killer documentary. Because we didn't even hear about this segment. Mike was watching it while we were in Tahoe. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did you see? He was like all into it. And then I was like, wait, this is recent. Like, this is new. So it just doesn't, it's not getting the light that it needs. And you know, that is, that takes me to my conspiracy theory hole that I'm ready. I live in. I'm ready. But it takes me to the fact that, you know, Hollywood doesn't talk about pedophilia, it doesn't talk about grooming, it doesn't talk about things like that because a lot of people in that industry are that way. And this is literally proof. Hugh Hefner has cameras in every had cameras in every single room, microphones in every single room, even the bathrooms at the mansion. Which, how gross is that? Even his security guards would have cameras on their suits with microphones. So every single celebrity who came to the mansion would be filmed doing these filthy, disgusting things so that it could be used against them if they ever came for to for Hugh Hefner for anything that he has done. So everything that he did was kept under wraps by the media, the police department, because he had ex um police officers, DEA, um who what else? Detectives, all of them ex all of those people were his personal security. So he literally has film of all the disgusting things that these people have done. So who's going to come for him? No one. No one. And that is why it's always been covered up. And that's why it's on A&E. Because the Holly, Hollywood will never give oh, this real point. light. 
It will never get national news Mm -hmm. that this has happened to these women. And unfortunately, it depends what state you live in. But there is a, um, just like Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby was there doing creepy shit. Dude, he. And even in the 80s, there was a, I believe the 80s, there was a story about him being with an underage girl at the Playboy Mansion. And Hugh Hefner covered it up. Which I believe. I believe every single thing that everyone is saying, Bill Cosby is a pig. I'm, I And he's totally got out of jail on a technicality, but whatever. I'm not going to get into but that. But what is the technicality, though? It's the... Um... I don't remember. I listened to the... I was following a podcast. It's called... I think it, it's called Bill Cosby. Um Listen to the last episode. It's been a while because they did updates on it, but they really broke down that case and it was really interesting. I don't want to say because I don't remember exactly. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Okay. So what I'm thinking of is that there is a limit of time to where you. Oh, could... um, um, wow. I can't think about it right now. I can't anyway, think of the word. I know what you're talking about. There's a limitation on when you can bring a case forward for sexual assault. Mm-hmm. So if it happened within a certain amount of time in the past, that's pretty much saying that your credibility is shit unless you have photos, records, police statements. Like, unless you have all of – unless you literally have this record of traumatized of – Statue of limitation. Statue of limitation. Thank you. Depending on what state you're in. But unless you literally have a file of all of your trauma, like, it gets thrown out. And it's so hard to prove, like, rape. It is. Yeah. Because it's like your word against this person. And when you're someone like Bill Cosby, you are. And if you don't or have Hugh Hefner, you're in a position of power. You literally have to be like, oh, I was raped. Let me go straight to the doctor, get a kit done, mm-hmm. see if they could possibly get something. Like, it's it's very sterile. It's and a I very think, sterile setup. And I think just women are, who and men, who suffer that type of trauma, it's like, trauma after trauma after trauma because it's constantly because now you're having to go trial and you know get do the rape kit and then i don't like that they call it that either Mm -hmm. you know and then like be subjected to that and then you have to you know relive you know that horrible time in your life and then just to have people not believe you Oh, you have to talk like, about it over and over and over how, again. What your self worth would be like, or how you would feel about yourself. Trigger after warning. Going all that. Sorry, guys. I should have said trigger warning. I didn't know we were gonna get this deep into it, but yeah, no, literally. And then watching this show, that's all it is talking about is older men grooming, and it's not as if it's a biased documentary or docu-series no there's people who there's are totally people on who are totally side. on Hugh Hefner's side and that bitch okay so there's a couple and the chick yeah. literally is like the thirstiest hates Holly hates Holly <clears throat> hates all the women pretty much all the women coming out against Hugh and you could just tell that she wishes she was a girlfriend oh 100%. like she wishes she could have been in their place and there are women like that like there are women who will help help the men well she could have been did you see the evolution of holly's face oh i know oh yeah it talks about all and how like he wanted them to all look the same and i'm like that oh it's like encouraged it's just so, so and she called it a cult plastic surgery is encouraged she said it was a cult and like when she's like breaking down you know what it 
she it could not leave the house. Like she, yeah. She had a... Um, oh, my God. That sounds like a cult. And I mean, who wants to live... And for all the people who are like, she lived a glamorous life. Well, not really. How do you live a glamorous life when you're forced to do sexual acts that you don't want to take part in mm-hmm. every single night or at least four to five times a week? And then also... You can't leave your house, so all these glamorous things you're a part of, you don't even get to enjoy because you can't leave your house and wear all these things. Yeah. You're constantly being put against the women that you're forced to live in a house with. and then to have cats Again, trigger warning. And then you know all these women hate you, and you have to have sexual sexual interactions interactions with with Hef and them. Disgusting. I cannot. And I don't know. He's literally an Aries, and I say this, and I want every woman who has ever dated, especially an April Aries, to DM us, and please tell me that he is not. He literally is, to the T, an Aries man. Aries men are, the the fact that in the documentary or in the show, it says that he is more of a voyeur or voyeur, like Mm -hmm. he likes to watch more than he likes to participate. So creepy. Which is so so Aries because they're the laziest lovers you will ever meet in your life and I can tell you that based off the fact that I know multiple 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 women who have dated men of different races different backgrounds different job titles like everything and their sexual experience with Aries men are pretty much the same okay I can write a book on this can you please I literally can. So any woman who wants to be a part of this hating Aries men (laughs) bashing book, please DM us. And I have no shame in this situation. So anyway. And if you're an Aries man and you happen to be listening. I don't care. Well, if you want to, make, I'm just interested to hear. Your oh, thoughts. if you want to like share your <laughs> thoughts and like make a case for yeah. your astrology sign, that's fine. You're probably um, lose, but it's yeah, fine. that's fine. Bring it on. Let's do it. I'm not biased or anything. <laughs> I really want to read Holly's book, though. It's so good. You read it? Oh yeah, okay. I read it right yeah. when it came out. I love Holly. I loved her show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I know her show was there when I lived there, and I never and went. Saw it. I love. I didn't see her show in person, but the show that they made um, about oh, when yeah. she was living there and she did peep show, um, I I did like. I enjoyed. But yeah, so anyway, Playboy show is traumatizing, but I think it's worth the watch because it just shows how you really don't know what's going on in someone's life. No, and there's just so many layers to people. Always. He's a creep. And Mm -hmm. his girlfriend from the mid-70s to early 80s, she made a really great point about Holly's experience compared to hers is that he was already an elderly man. So, like, she basically got the the brunt of it. And she experienced him when he was – I mean, he was 50, but he was still younger. Because 50's not that old. Yeah, it's not that old. But he was still able – Oh my god, it's really not. It's not. It's really not. Well, when you compare it to nineteen, it is. But mm-hmm. well, yeah. but in like, life experience, life experience stuff, yeah. he was still young enough to be abusive, mm-hmm. way more mentally manipulative because he still had that show on when like he still had to be the bad boy, the playboy, mm-hmm. and he just started dating multiple women openly 
to live that playboy lifestyle that he portrayed in his magazines. And even his friends from childhood said that everything that he did was a portrayal of what he thought people would want from the playboy brand. Like he created a persona, which is sociopath. Like that's like a sociopath pretty much, you know, you know, his life is so strange to me, but even when he started, when they came up with the girls next door, it was in an attempt to kind of revive and spark re-spark interest in the company because Mm -hmm. everything was becoming very internet based and Mm -hmm. they were still a paper magazine that had not evolved into the times but in that move in that show holly also made a good point she's like i hated the way they portrayed him because they portrayed him as a sweet grandpa and that's so not who he was and then i had to be drugged to sleep with this freaking grandpa like it's disgusting oh no literally i'm not even gonna go into detail of last night's episode you just have to watch it i know i still have to watch it but it was disturbing i'm scared now to say the least or trigger warning you guys like this yeah this the episodes i think get progressively more explicit too so just you know err on the side of caution if you are sensitive to this type of content but I do think it's important to watch and hear women's stories because we also need to be able to recognize the signs. Oh, totally. Totally. Of like early grooming and just being able to say no and feeling empowered to do it. I mean, they they were all women who came from small towns. Like he literally created, he knew the setup. He made it to, he had a type. Mm-hmm. because he knew what the setup was going to be and i feel so just i feel so bad for sandra and i'm really happy that she's able to get i really hope that's her name i'm pretty okay. sure it is <laughs> but no, i'm almost but for I'm her almost to like and i just watched this episode right before iliana came over to do this recording so i'm still like no i'm positive that's her name I'm, yeah me too me too i'm just i'm still kind of she's reeling shock. from the episode because it was just so shocking to see that all of this is was has been going on and mm. there was no reports of well i guess there was reports of this but it's been buried for so long because these people he had everyone in his back pocket the playboy company had people in their back pocket that were able to cover these things up like what did they call that team the cover up the team cover up or... team that's crazy the cleanup crew the cleanup crew that's crazy they weren't even like able to take these co- women to hospitals. Like, if no. something happened to these young girls, they never took them to hospitals. That's, that's They just crazy. shipped them out, pretty much. To just, just... And I also feel like things, you know, I feel like he passed away at the perfect time for his lifestyle. Right before the Me Too movement. Not even that, but just how women are now. Women tell more now. Maybe because the Me Too movement, but I think it's more because of social media. Because if you make one video, it sparks. Mm -hmm. People people become aware of it. You know, I don't think you could just, you're going to have to like literally like murder some girls to keep them quiet nowadays. Which that was really dark. You think that's true? Yeah, I think so. Because think about it. In his time, he he died as an old man. In his time, in 
the and he was 70s, like, like people were so 60s. sad i was I... sad i was sad I wasn't. when he passed away because like i grew up thinking that these women were liberated that these women were owning their sexuality because like i like he... literally gave into the i believe the hype that's the that's the what he wanted you to yeah think. and that's what everyone thought and that's why when people are like telling holly like oh it's not that bad why didn't you just leave blah blah, blah. because you really think this is real life like you think this facade is real mm-hmm. and you go there and then i mean i feel like a, a lot of women have been in situations where you get in too deep and you don't know how to get out yeah and he owns her at that moment he's literally owned that woman and it's imagine feeling that for the rest of your life that you were literally owned. It's horrible. And then now she figured out that she does have a disability. Oh, yeah. That she's not neurotypical. Yeah, that she she's said. not. So I'm like, so I think what she was saying is that she's like, like has Asperger's. Like, just yeah. really high functioning autism. And then that kind of made her feel like focus more on oh we're a family because she wanted to be accepted Mm -hmm. and because she wanted to feel what other people feel because she didn't think she could feel that way and she didn't really know how to socialize like very socially awkward exactly and and that is that's a big thing among like you know the asd community i feel like they try to assimilate as best they can i don't know i can't speak for everyone but that tends to be like a big thing that they struggle with is like social interactions so i i mean i feel for her i think that's her story is heartbreaking but i also am happy that she was able to rise above and, and you know the who's the girl that he dated after holly jewel or oh jewel? yeah and she the actually Jules. started following her on instagram she like took out her breast implants like she like started to um detox like take all of the things that she did to her body when she was living there and she's like trying to figure out who she is now like without all of that yes her story and that's my point too i'm like i feel like these women were totally kind of molded into his vision of what they should be and not like true fully controlled yeah and even holly said something about like i constantly question like i don't remember a word verbatim but she said she struggles with what she views as like beautiful or like if it's really her uh-huh. view yeah no oh that makes so much i'm like what sense. a mind trip so much sense you know i often go into long thoughts like that it's called um anyway we don't need to go into my problems right now so <laughs> like i like we we're saying but yeah um and you know i didn't like her jules is that her name? Please tell me that's her name. Fact check me, please. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. We're gonna need a third person on our podcast. You know, we're hiring. Well, not in- hire. You were hiring you if you want in-house. to not be paid. <laughs> we need in-house fact checkers. If you'd like to be paid in champagne, please let us know. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't like. Didn't her. he marry her? Yes, he married her like right after. Not too long after. It's gonna be a long one, guys. We're gonna have to wrap this one up, but there's just so much juiciness to get into. I know. But I really do think that this show is important to watch. So if you watch it and you're traumatized like I am, feel free no, to her DM name is us. Not Jules. What's her name? 
Crystal Harris. Crystal, why? Okay, it's Crystal Jewel. Crystal Jewel, like, come on. Oh, that I see. Yeah, you, see you know I'm what? Doing That's there? good. You see what I was doing there? You got to follow her on Instagram. Okay, her She's name's Crystal. So, Crystal what? Well, I guess not Hefner anymore. Oh, she's still Crystal Hefner. She's still Crystal Hefner on her Instagram. That's weird. Yeah, model turned traveler, investor, and health advocate. Health advocate. Sounds like my type of gal. You'll like her. Okay, so, yeah, please follow us on Modern Bitches Podcast. Like I said, if you watch any of the shows that we talked about and you want to give us your two cents, please feel free to DM us, comment, or comment on this episode on whatever platform you're listening on. And we are now on Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening on any other streaming network and Apple is more convenient for you, tell your friends. We're on there now. We're on Apple Podcasts now. And next time I really want to talk about the Tinder Swindler. Oh, and I have to watch that. So watch it. So good. You guys highly recommend. Next week, we're getting into that one. So I hope you have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to this. And we'll chat with you next time. Bye, guys.